everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Captain's Corner. Every week we catch up with the Columbia football captains, Michael Murphy, Josh Wainwright. And as always, we have a couple guests today, so I'll let you guys do the honors once again. For sure. Pleasure to have a couple Jersey boys in the studio today. I'll start off with the defensive guy, number 38, Max Mullaney, defensive end. Thanks for having me, boys. Uh, pleasure to be here. And then on the offensive side, we have number 81, Rory Schlager. Yep. Thanks again for having me, guys. Pleasure. So, guys, you know, making the short trip from Jersey to Columbia, talk about what went into the decision-making process to get you guys here. So you kind of touched on it. I think the proximity was definitely a selling point. Um, being able to come, whether it's on the train or drive in, and have the trip be like an hour maximum, uh, kind of sold it for me on that front as far as me being from Jersey goes. I don't know about Max. It's a little farther for him, but definitely having that. Uh, for me, at least, I was always close to the city, living 40 minutes southwest of here. I never really got to get to the city as much as I would like to, so I feel like even when I did go, I was almost kind of a tourist in that sense. And uh, you know, obviously coming to school here, I really got that full experience. Yeah, when when I was offered by Columbia, I mean, it was a it was a pretty quick decision just because of the distance and and knowing that I could have all my friends and family come and watch uh, pretty much all my games and and even the games that weren't at home, it's still within reach of three, four, or five hour drive. You know, living in the Northeast, so I mean, it was a pretty easy decision. I mean. I don't even have to get into the whole school part of it. I mean, it's a great, great institution, and uh, the whole program thing. I mean, we were taking a big gamble on, on coming here, but um, Bagnoli really um, influenced me that that we can make a change, and and I felt like uh, it was a good risk to take. So, and I think it's 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 worked out. So, Roy, your sister's on the lacrosse team. Uh, was yeah, that kind of a is. package deal, or how did that all work out? Oh uh, well, I think uh, I hope me being here definitely, you know, helped uh, convince her, but. You know, she, for, for a lot of the same reasons I did, she fell in love with the city and fell in love with uh, being at Columbia. So I think, you know, being he, me being here is obviously a perk, and me having her here is, is definitely uh, great for me. But I think, you know, kind of the reasons I chose to come here were a lot of the same reasons she did. What else do we need to know about these guys? <laughs> Got a couple characters here. We've been friends uh, from the start. Rory, Rory was actually my, uh, my roommate when we were on our official visit. Um, oh so yeah. he was he was the guy in the hotel. I'm not sure if you remember that. No, but, uh, I do. <laughs> we looked a lot different back then, um, but I kind of knew immediately that we'd mesh pretty well. And, uh, you know, I still remember that first day. You know, all going to Max's room and showing him Max's room, like all 30 of us. What uh, what fight was that? That was uh, we were watching a boxing fight. It was like McGregor. Um, it was a McGregor fight. But it, was it was McGregor. freshman year. <laughs> I forgot who he was fighting, but uh, we all packed his room, and and it was just uh, a great group of guys. And, and we kind of knew from the start that we'd be. You know, we'd be we'd mesh well, and that we'd be together for all four years and be pretty tight, and that's what it's been. Yeah, I mean, me and Josh were actually <laughs> on the same official too, so uh, we kicked it off there. He wasn't even he wasn't even committed yet, um, so we had some convincing to do. But <laughs> <laughs> but I think after that official, I think his sights were a little more uh, a little more set on, on possibly coming here. So. Uh, I, I don't know if I credit myself with that, but <laughs> but um, I, know. I think I, I had a feeling. That you flipped was, him. Yeah, I had a feeling he was going to flip and come here, <laughs> and, and that, that's exactly what happened. So yeah, I mean, from day one, you could you could tell that all these guys, all the guys coming in in our class, had the same mindset, same ideas in mind to come in and really change this program around. So um, you know, really, all it took was kind of similar interests, similar lifestyles, and obviously we're all football guys, so that took care of itself and. We've all been, you know, the best of friends. You know, I definitely can say that all my best friends are in my class. Um, like like Murph said, we're all, you know, tight-knit. We're mesh. 
um, you know, we're in it for the long run, and we've been here. So um, really glad that, you know, I've been able to go through these four years of football here with, with these guys, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. Another week, another milestone. Josh, you became the fastest Columbia receiver to reach 2,000 yards receiving. So what does that accomplishment mean to you looking back at it now? Uh, so actually, I didn't even realize until I opened Twitter this morning and, you know, I had a bunch of notifications for it. But, um, you know, it's it's pretty special. It's cool. It's cool to see something like that. Um, and, you know, it, it's something that doesn't only speak for myself, but it speaks for all my teammates, all my guys around me, um, you know, all the quarterbacks that threw me the footballs, all the O-lines that were protecting, all the receivers that were running all the different routes, all the def- guys on the defense that were helping get their offense off the field. So, um, you know, you know, while I get the, the credit for the, the 2,000 yards, whatever that may mean, um, you know, really it, it speaks for not only this team, but especially the senior class is just coming in and really uh, uh, buying in on one specific purpose. And, you know, I feel like that's something that, that – we were trying to sell um, or we were sold on initially and then we've been trying to you know get going and um, sell you know the younger guys on through through our experience here so um, definitely cool um, to, to see that but you know we got one more game um, against Cornell up at their place in Ithaca so we got to end this thing on a right note. We'll talk a little bit about the Brown game obviously tough start guys settled in after a little while and committed a game uh, but just couldn't get over the hump and retake that lead. So talk about you know that start and how it, how tough it was to over, try to overcome that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in general, I just think that their offense was every bit of, as good as we thought they would be, especially their quarterback. Um, just a very up tempo offense, um, and just kind of gave us fits um, in the first half. I think we settled in a little bit, uh, but it was just a little late, and uh, you know they ended up running up the score. And you know it's kind of tough to see it get away from us like that. But you got to give them credit. Um, they had, you know, a great quarterback. He was putting the ball in some good spots, and, and he could, was pretty effective uh, on the ground as well. So, um, you know, we battled. I don't think we, I don't think they wanted it more than us or anything like that. But, um, you know, they just had a good matchup, and um, you know, credit to them for for coming out and being ready to play. You guys have almost been in that position when you guys were freshmen, where nobody ever was expecting you to win a game like that. So talk about what that feeling was when you were able to do that mm-hmm. all the way back when you were as refreshment and, and how that lays the foundation uh, of a program. I mean, yeah, so this is something Coach Bagnoli touched on earlier in the week is that they're kind of in the same position that we were in four years ago, five years ago, where we're a program trying to prove ourselves um, to the league. And, you know, from externally, it might have seemed like they were the same old Brown team. You know, they had a what one and eight, one mm-hmm. and seven record coming in. And we talked in. about it last week mm-hmm. that they're not – just a one and eight yeah. team. They, they lost a lot really of close things. games yeah. too, right. and played a lot of teams competitive. Right, just very similar to what we did freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, like like Murph said, a lot of credit to them. They had a really good uh, team, especially their offense, very high powered. You know, great quarterback who really got the ball in some tight spaces and made some good throws. Um, but you know, they were a good team and they're a good program. And um, you know, they got the they got the edge on us um, uh, this past Saturday, but. Um, you know, all the respect for them, you know, they definitely should get the credit they deserve. Yeah, I, I really do think that they are a, a carbon copy of our program four years ago when mm-hmm. we first came here. I mean, they got a brand new coach, Coach Perry. He was a longtime Princeton coach. I mean, he made his living off that Princeton offense. So I knew when he came to take over the Brown spot, I knew he was going to going to cause some problems for a lot of teams. And he caused problems for us. I mean, schematically, they had a great offense, and, and his nephew was – E.J. Perry, who was mm-hmm. the quarterback from Boston College. I mean, the kid was a stud, like Murph said. So, I mean, I knew from the start it wasn't going to be an easy game by any stretch of the imagination. But, um, like you said, it just got away from us. And, and we definitely got our feet um, back under us at, at some point in that, in that first, second quarter. But 
I like Marf said, I think it was just too late. I mean, they just kept scoring, you know, and just making big plays, and it was hard to capitalize on that. Yeah, I think, you know, basically what all the guys touched on is, is valid. And uh, just wanted to add that sort of kind of no matter the score, I, score, I know we got off to a rough start, but I know on offense and on defense probably too, you know, the score is just a number for us. Uh, you know, we attack every play with the same kind of mentality and intensity. So I think um, as far as that impacting how we played the rest of the game, I think it was kind of a non-factor. Um, but kind of like all these guys said, you know, they are kind of who we thought they were. We knew we couldn't underestimate them because they had this, this stud QB and that he could make some plays if he had to. So I think, you know, it's important to remember that this is a college football game and that every game is going to be competitive. And obviously the, the dice didn't fall in our direction, so it's tough. What was your guys' reaction when you went back to the locker room and started seeing scores across the league, Cornell beating Dartmouth and, you know, all the other craziness that mm -hmm. happened? The league really turned on its head. What was your reaction when you saw all those? Yeah, um, obviously we were more concerned with, with our loss, but I remember, you know, we always want to see what our next opponent, uh, you know, did on the, on Saturday. So we were looking up Cornell. That was the first thing we saw, and we saw that it was 20-17 to 17 with a couple minutes left, and we are like, no way. We couldn't believe it, I mean, honestly. Um, we were pretty much expecting Dartmouth to win out, and, uh, but it kind of shows you how good each and every team in this league is um, and that nothing's for certain. Um, you know, a couple, you know, big Yale had a big loss or a big win over Princeton, and Penn beat Harvard. Um, you know, just upsets everywhere, really. But it shows you that the parity in this league, and that you know every team is good. You got to respect your opponent every e each and every week. So now, you know, we've got a tough week ahead of us for sure to to wrap it up. So uh, Cornell is not a team we can overlook. We can't overlook any team. Um, but uh, it's just kind of exciting to know that it's going to be a battle uh, for the final one. Does the last game of the season carry extra meaning with Empire State Bowl? You know, trophies on the line. Uh, talk a little bit about that and the mentality of, you know, all the games matter, especially in the Ivy League, but does this one hold a little extra meaning? Absolutely. Um, you know, we we just dropped our, our last home game, uh, senior day, so that one stung a little bit. So we're really trying to make the most of whatever we can, and right now that means this last game against Cornell. Like you said, it's the Empire State Bowl, um, and Coach Bagnoli always harps on, uh, you know, collecting hardware. So this is another opportunity to go out there and beat a good team and, you know, bring some hardware home, bring a trophy home. So we're attacking this thing from all angles. Like Murph said, we can't discount, discredit any opponent. So we're going to give them the respect they deserve. But, you know, we're going to go in there and we're going to fight our tails off because this is our last opportunity to really do something with this season. Yeah, I feel like whenever we play Cornell, I mean, it's always the last game of the season. There's always some seniors leaving. I feel like it's always a chippy game. It's always a good game. Empire Staple, two New York teams battling it out, both blue-collar teams, just mm -hmm. – just hard-headed, you know, guys hitting each other every play. And Coach Bagnoli brought this up. Our senior class, as of right now, is 20 and 19 in our four years of being here. And we have a chance to go 21 and 19 beating Cornell, which would make us the first winning class since, like, 1963 or something. Yep, 63. So, I mean, that's a crazy stat that we should accomplish this weekend. So, if we could go 21 and 19 as, as a senior class in four years, I mean – that would be a milestone for this program, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, and just kind of speaking to that a little bit, not only you know what a win would mean for us, but as well as the program moving forward, um, we were fortunate enough each of our first three years to end our season with a win, and I think that kind of instilled the culture, and you know we were really, really ready to attack the off season uh, moving forward from that point, and just kind of getting that momentum to sort of hit the off season in stride, and you know you know get back on our feet in that sense. So I think you know for the culture moving forward and for the young guys who are on the team, I think it would be really important in that sense. Guys, what do you want to talk about 
about Mike and Josh? What, what can you tell us about them? We already don't know. We're 12 episodes in. Give us some dirt or something. Like, <laughs> some dirt? I, mean, I don't know. No. Like, not dirt, dirt, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, most of the stuff I've got is dirt, dirt. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not like going to go there. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I've We've been on so many trips. I mean, like spring break. And, yeah. And, and we're just visiting each other. <laughs> they come to my place. I've, I've gone down to Josh's. I've been to Murph's. I mean, I've been all around the country. These mm-hmm. guys. We've been to Cabo, Las yeah. Vegas. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've literally done a lot everywhere. Yeah. Tampa, <laughs> so, Cabo, uh, Vegas. We'll keep those stories yeah. on the DL <laughs> for sure. Definitely. But I mean, it just uh, a lot of a lot of good memories have been made with these guys. And uh, like someone said earlier, I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's been a it's been a great opportunity. And and I credit this program with us meeting each other. I mean, mm-hmm. without coming here I would have never been able to meet these guys and, and it's all because of Columbia football so I'm thankful for that what are you guys interests off the field what do you guys like to do when you're not playing and studying uh, I don't do much studying but <laughs> <laughs> oh mom's gonna love that one <laughs> for being completely honest my mom knows that too. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I keep it pretty real with her but um you know I uh I'm a big foodie. I like I like eating. I like cooking. You know, I like getting good food. Always looking for some guys to come with me to go somewhere. You know, travel downtown a little bit, go grab something different, um, and just uh, exploring the city when we have time off. I mean, in season, there's really there's not much time to do stuff. But I mean, on a normal day, I'm playing video games. I'm I'm cooking some chicken cutlets and uh, going to practice. <laughs> and then at night, he's studying Miss Mulaney. <laughs> yeah. At least a little bit. I promise. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> now, funny story, actually, though. Uh, so Max and Murph, it's tough to find a grill out here in New York, especially in these dorms. Mm-hmm. So over the summer, uh, we'd spend a lot of time cooking food, and our go-to was the steak dinner with uh, some asparagus, oh, man. potatoes, carrots, whatever, whatever we could find, really. Yep. And I was bamboozled. I was like, how are these guys <laughs> cooking steaks on skillets? So they showed me the way, you know, grease it up with some butter, put some salt and pepper, and get it right. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> I learned it from Max. Max really is a chef. Um, he's got a good order too at Milano's. If you want to share, um, you share your your specialty sandwich. I think it's, it's got God, a good, it's got a good ring to it. Uh, the Milani special. <laughs> the Milani special. <laughs> Is it on the menu yet? Or? <laughs> I I, t- I joke with people and tell them it's on the menu, and I've had a few people go in and say, <laughs> "Hey, I'll have the Milani special." They don't know <laughs> They're like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> no, it's just uh, a lot of hot soap side, you know, pepper jack cheese, <laughs> semolina hero. You know, the whole nine yards. It's just <laughs> <laughs> overpriced now, so I don't get it much anymore. But that was the old spot. <laughs> How about you, Rory? Yeah, I think it's a lot of sort of what Max touched on, um, being able to explore the city and sort of get out uh, get out of this Columbia bubble. Because although we're, like, in the city, we're on the uh, way upper west side. And like I said, there's kind of this bubble that's around Columbia. And I feel like a lot of you guys, or you guys all know what I'm talking about when I say that. So I think really utilizing the opportunities to, you know, get out of the bubble, go downtown, like Max said, go to some some food spots that make the city really what it is, uh, is really like what I'm going to try to do and what I like to do now. Yeah. I think we're going to have a lot of time to do that yeah. come uh, come exactly. December. Yep. What yep. are some things that you want to do in the city that you just haven't had time mm-hmm. for that you're planning on doing? In the There's spring? a bunch of tour stuff that I still haven't gotten yeah. around to. Empire like State Building. I've never been up there. I've done that. Was which that is cool? I actually did that with Hunter Lunsford. Uh, on our visit up here, I think like around spring game time. Is that worth awesome. it or no? I mean, no. You tell me. Like yeah. you're, you're just going up sixty floors and you can see an entire view of the yeah. city. Like it, it's cool. Um, would I spend another thirty dollars and mm-hmm. do it? Probably not. Oh, it's thirty bucks. It's yeah. it's pretty. It, thirty might be on the on the un- low, on the low yeah. side. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I want to see more concerts. I, I, we haven't. I, I haven't been to people any. coming 
all the time in New York. Like either like not not always the big concerts, the the big household names, but like smaller concerts as well yeah. at some of the cool smaller venues. So um, I'm gonna get into that for sure in the off season. Some basketball games too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nets got Kyrie now, so that should be fun yeah. to watch. I mean, the Knicks. Yeah, suck, and on the weekend, I mean, <laughs> we're just a ferry ride away from uh from Max's home, so we go all we go. we've been quite a few times. We'll go chill on the shore in May, and, and yeah, we'll know, definitely it be heading down, 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 <laughs> yeah. down to the Jersey Shore uh, for some good food and, and nice beaches and mm-hmm. whatnot. But yeah, like Murph said, I mean, I'm only a 45 minute ferry ride away. I mean, you can't beat that, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and we do a little bit of golfing as well. So we'll oh, definitely. We didn't nice. even talk about that. <laughs> yeah, we'll head up to <laughs> the uh, Who's got a better golf game? We've Me. Got <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, it, it depends on the day of the week, you know. I mean, some days we'll shoot a, a one on seven. It's hit or miss, literally. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've never been with these guys, but I struggle to, like, my mind struggles to comprehend how Max can get himself on a golf course and <laughs> swing, a, yeah. swing a club. There's no it's, way. It's quite, <laughs> it's quite the sight to see. But <laughs> I, I have my good days, so. <laughs> Um, we also chose classes today. I know me and Murph have an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys have any that you want to talk about. acting workshop. Yeah, but you couldn't register for that. You I had registered. To I got oh, in. I'm in. So y- we're in an acting. Her? Josh and I are doing an acting you class with a couple other football, football wow. players. This hopefully this lays some good groundwork. I know you're being real here, yeah. but you're you're at least comfortable hearing your, your own voice exactly. and being able to <laughs> critique yourself at least. So yep. that's a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So if I could touch on it for a bit. Yeah. I know Murph. I don't, do you, is it okay if I share yeah, this? Go ahead. All right, so he's had this dream since he was since he was a child <laughs> to to be in Hollywood and be be an actor on some on some uh, feature films. So hopefully this one is a step in the right direction. Uh-huh. I'm gonna be there supporting him, me and Matt Dame. Um, <laughs> I would shout out Dame, but he skipped out on us. <laughs> uh, so you know we're gonna be there. I'm gonna I'm gonna be pushing his buttons a little bit, trying to trying to get him to yep. do his best performance. But let's, hey, I'm right there. Let's see if I got it. <laughs> Are you looking to get into like action movies? What kind of like what, what yeah anything anything, like anything that, that comes my way? I see him as the 2019 2020 Tom Cruise <laughs> <laughs> doing all your own stunts. I, I do love Tom. Tom. Tom's pretty sick. Oh, you know him like that, Tom. <laughs> <Just> Tom. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you do got to get to the auditions first, though. Yep, yeah, yep. so we'll see. Yourself. We'll find out. I got to pass. I got to get into the class through an audition, so we'll see how that goes. I mean, maybe. Oh, there's an audition to get in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. big time. Mm-hmm. Have you, uh, speaking of guys that are stepping into different roles, have you guys been able to listen to the replays of Landon on the last two? Yeah, he's yeah. killing it. He's yeah. like Tony Romo out there. Like yeah, He's he just like it. really natural and... Doing a really good job. He knows so our defense so well. So <laughs> he knows our defense so well. He's like, oh, this is cover one right here. You see the room. Like, geez, landed. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, it's not a bad thing to have. I mean, he, he stepped in. And him, he, him and Lance have great chemistry off the bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the great thing, when we cut up the video of, of the Mathis Meyer interception, you get the fisheye camera of Landon. He, him, him and Ferrara exchange a look through the, the booth window. <laughs> and, and I heard, I was like, oh, I think Landon pounded the glass. And then uh, Lance even vouched for him. He goes, no, that was Ferraro on the other side of things. <laughs> That's awesome. So they were losing it. <laughs> that is awesome, for sure. So I thought that was a good story. But mm-hmm. That's pretty funny. Yeah, no, he's a natural in there, though. We, he's been talking about doing something like that forever. And he just has that, like, uh, the vibe, the attitude, you know. He, he just – it's natural in the booth for him. And it helps his mom was in television as well, mm-hmm. so he's got a little bit of background there. Yeah, he's got a heavy passion for it as yeah. well. We've been able to – cultivate some decent talent in the last few years. Dallin Cuff, who's now on the ACC Network, was our men's basketball uh, color analyst for a lot mm-hmm. of years on radio side of things. And he moved on to NBC Sports and ESPN, does a lot of studio work, and now is doing actually doing play-by-play of soccer because that's been his secondary passion. Mm-hmm. So Shout out Carly Nevis. 
Mm-hmm. I know she's doing, uh, I think, some local station, but she used to work with yeah, us. She did, yeah. Yep, yep, she worked in our communications office, and she's down in West Virginia now uh, for year two of covering at the local CBS mm-hmm. affiliate. So she's covering West Virginia football and high school teams all over there. So I know Carly's listening, so. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that'll do it for this week's episode. Join us next week for the season finale with Mike and Josh and maybe a couple special guests. You never know. We'll go over the Cornell game, the 2019 season. So thanks again for listening. Uh, you can catch this weekend's game against Cornell on ESPN+. Plus. If you don't have a subscription already, you can visit ESPNplus.com. Subscriptions are as low as $4.99 monthly and $49.99 annually. Guys, good luck this weekend. Thanks for taking some time. Hey, thanks guys. for having Appreciate us. It. Appreciate we'll it. Go Lions. Week. Thank you.